Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, Niagara Fallingist, fake actoryist, old versus youngiest recap podcast of The Bachelor ever. Ever. And <laughs> I'm brain, back. Like, Short circuited for a second. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you oh, for, feels good. for coming back after a brief hiatus. Um, I do want to share a couple notes before we jump into this week's episode because uh if you all tuned in last week and if you didn't, where were you? You gotta you gotta go tune in. Um oh, yeah. <laughs> we ended up having um a guest uh on our show and uh <laughs> and that was and that was Tuck and He's got he's got notes here and he uh, he called he titled them viewing notation notes and uh, <laughs> it says first impressions week five week spelled W.E.A.K. Um, it's all about reactions. Eye rolling, dropping jaws. I'd like to see jaws. The shark eat them. <laughs> uh, he just wrote Susie sucks. Um, Jill, no drama. These are all on one page. If you hear flipping, that's why. And then it, there's just a page that says Shanae and it's blank. Uh, <laughs> Serene, maybe too normal, predictable, cute, says, oh my gosh, as a safety phrase. No, <laughs> the cutesy <laughs> shit sucks. We have a really good connection. Uh, no, bitch. Uh, there's no spark. It's complete bullshit. Uh, I just really... Uh, can't get away from the complete bullshit production, the drama, the way shit is cut for dramatic effect or purposes. Everything happens for a reason. Uh, something about a feeling. Something about her family. I don't know. His handwriting is the best. Uh, she had a lot of loss in her life over the past couple of years. She may have lost me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she's a bad person. I just think she's basic. Uh, it's easy to something with you because you have kind eyes. Fuck that. <laughs> um, I wish she would have declined the rose. <laughs> she said the night was amazing, but it was not amazing. Bullshit. All of it. Mostly. Oh, here's a Shanae page. She needs some attitude adjusters. Uh, sh, <laughs> sh it. Shanae, sh it. Hell bitch. Yes, I realize. <laughs> sh it. <laughs> Shut it. Uh, I realized that the show needs a hell bitch for attention and stuff. Uh, being a bachelor has been has not been easy. Screw that. Uh, trophy tosser. When she confided with the gals, they emphasize. Er, oh, they emphasized her exhaling audibly, like she is Darth Vader. I think she is Darth Vader. Mm. I think she's dumb. <laughs> um. I think this guy is as generic as they come. Uh, Gabby, I think she may be stoned, but I like her. She's like a waitress, you may know, not a bartender, you know. <laughs> Those are his notes. So there you go. So that's, that's great. <laughs> so good. Some good content for you to, to start out the, the episode. So, I mean, because he was like, yeah, I really didn't consult my notes very much. And I was like, what were your notes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I read them and I was like, oh my God, these were your notes. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> Love it. So I was on my own for, for this week's episode in terms of watching in our house. But what a dramatic episode. I actually was like 
credit to whoever edited this, put it together. I was actually nervous that Genevieve was going to go. I, I assumed she would. I, I didn't think that the, uh, that the power of Sinead could ever be stopped. You know, it, she's, yeah, she's the juggernaut bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's sad though, because you know, she, she has been so just kind of unpredictable. She's a completely uncontrollable force. She is not a conniving villain, despite what some of the women in the house seem to think. That's not her strength. It's just this raw pathos, this energy that that permeates everything and makes it bad. Yeah. And the moment she gets sent home, you'll notice in her little villain speech before, she says, I've sent home three bitches and I'm going to send home one more. And she's she starts to act like she's calculated now, like she's starting to, you know, think that her shit doesn't stink. And that is her downfall. Mm. R.I.P. Shanae. <laughs> Sha-Icarus. Um, mm. Yeah, Sha totally. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, it was it was odd, right? Like, so I'm I am fully reading Bachelor Nation. I've got a couple chapters left to go, so I will have my thoughts uh, on that book finally. Um, plus, I have other ideas for other Bachelor Nation related books to read now. Um, it's been a really fascinating book because it a lot of it centered around stuff in like 2013, 14 to 2017, like that period. Mm -hmm. Um, which was really kind of the golden age for The Bachelor because that's like when Bachelor in Paradise started to become more normal. And like some of the things that we kind of take for granted now were starting to take place, like the Instagram sponsorships and like all that shit was kind of just coming up then. And um, the, so she covers like Nick Vile season a little bit. And mm -hmm. she did interview him for the book. Um, Nick Vile got interviewed and um, uh, Ben Flajnik and I'm trying to remember who else. A bunch of other people got interviewed. Um, but it's it's so it's been interesting to get like everyone's perspective on stuff. But so she covered like Corinne, you know, which I think I, I think we both agree that Corinne's one of the best villains to ever oh. have existed on the show. Oh, yeah. She's and on my villain Mount Rushmore for the show, for sure. She's just so fun. And that's like that's like a fun, good, conniving villain. She knew exactly what she was doing. She, you know, she played everything up. And one of the things now I'm trying to remember who it was, if it was Rosalind or um, from Jake Pavelka season. There's a lot of stuff I have to talk about with Rosalind later, but can't remember if it was Rosalind or if it was Courtney from Ben Flashnick season. One of them was like one of the villains in that era mentioned mm -hmm. like in an interview, like, oh, I realized what was going on and what they were trying to do. And I was like, well, this is kind of fun. All right, I'll do it. And like, so a lot of the villains are very in on it and like yeah. want to do it and they think it's fun. And you can kind of tell who, like you can tell Demi and Corinne and oh, sure. like, yeah, I don't think Chad had uh, the awareness <laughs> for that. No, uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I think most of the male villains are just not. They, they don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, they don't know what's up. But I think it's a lot of the women them. do. And they're like, okay, yeah, I'm in. Like, I, and I totally believe that that's what happened with Michelle Money, especially because, like, in later shows, you find out how, like, sweet she is. So it's like, oh, yeah, obviously. She was like, yeah, you want to do this? All right, let's go. <laughs> you know? Um, 
But yeah, with Shanae, it's like, she's just like really sloppy. And it, and I, I actually, I'm going to give Clayton a lot of credit, more credit than he deserves maybe, but <laughs> I'm glad that he finally like figured out like, okay, if, all right. You know, Shanae is that, per- that person I was regrettably friends with who talked about everyone else being the problem. And I was like, wow, like you really have bad luck with work and friends and relationships. And then I was like, wait, yeah. it's you. You're the problem. You are the problem. <laughs> everyone isn't screwing you over. You're screwing everyone over. You have a negative attitude, you know, and yeah. because it really like this whole scene, this whole two on one. It was so the way they cut it was so weird. There must have been things that they talked about off camera or like uh, that we didn't see on our screens because to just go from, are you an actress and are you lying to like, well, I really saw the truth. Uh, Genevieve, would you like to keep going? Shanae, you got to go. I was like, what? Yeah. What? What happened? Was that like there was something they left out? Yeah. This whole thing is weird, too, because I don't know, like two on ones are generally reserved for like the only way for a a true bachelor household feud to be resolved you know when tension has just you know bubbled to the point of it we're at maximum pressure things are going to explode and this didn't feel like that to me like genevieve doesn't like shanae and vice versa however shanae doesn't like anyone and nobody likes shanae so this is like genevieve is not she she's not unique she, in that. Yeah, she would have been collateral damage. Like mm-hmm. what my what my thought was is it felt like they were planning on doing a two on one with Elizabeth, and then he sent Elizabeth home earlier than they expected. Yeah, yeah, that's what that, I think that happened. Like oh, mm-hmm. here's another villain who was in on it that I just remembered, and it is a man. So so we at least had one. And that's Rated R. Do you remember Rated R? Did you watch Ali's oh, season? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His interviews were actually really entertaining. And like, I'll, you know, I'll get into all that uh, when I talk about the book. But one thing that they mentioned, because that famous scene where he's like on crutches and he's like going through treacherous terrain to get to Ali and stuff. Like they mm-hmm. drove him there. <laughs> and they're like, can you just like <laughs> crutch around here? And then they drove him to Ali's like... <laughs> just funny and he was like yeah i'll do it and he was like i knew it would make for good tv so i did it and i'm like and he said something like uh you know do you want your like you want a story to tell your grandkids and like good footage you can share with them and like an entertaining you know funny story to share with them and now that's like preserved for all of time and i think it's funny versus like if i had just been totally normal and played it straight on the show and then i probably wouldn't have gotten any screen time I was like smart, smart, and he you hadn't know, like gotta wrestled. Do what you gotta for, do. Yeah, he hadn't like wrestled for a long time, and they convinced him to use like his wrestling name. And then, and he's like, I kind of knew that. Then people would be like, Oh, he's trying to promote himself. He's like, But I wasn't even a wrestler at that point, so there was nothing to promote. Like, <laughs> yeah, what is he promoting? Yeah, yeah. He was like, So I just like took it, like took all the hate, and I was like, That's really kind of it makes me like him more. Anyway, um, so, so this this was. This was a bold move on Shanae's part. Um, but yeah, it was like a it was like a Hail Mary, like, okay, well, if this doesn't work, because it really is like, you know, could go either way. Um, at least she gave it a shot, I guess, is where the way she thought about it. So 
instead, but you know, it's like, instead of just saying like, here's how I'm focused on you, Clayton, she spends all her time focused on everyone else. And she's like, well, I, mm-hmm. and, and it's, isn't it weird? Isn't it weird how she's just always happens to be overhearing somebody? It's like, oh yeah. Are you a secret agent or something? What's going That's on? That's what she's, she's doing. She's like Harriet the spying through the whole house, doing a yeah. little Nancy Drew routine. Well, I over clues. Yeah. It's like, okay. And I believe I mean, there's malfeasance in the home. I overheard this. I think, like, honestly, and I I mean, yeah, Elizabeth was collateral damage. Genevieve was almost collateral damage. But it's interesting because I feel like Genevieve's reaction and Elizabeth's reaction to what Clay when Clayton kind of like approached them and was like, so what's going on and what's the truth? Were the same. And that oh, yeah, might they're have both been- just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like- right. So I'm saying, like, I think that might have been her saving grace. Like something might have clicked with him. And he's like, wait a minute. If they're both reacting like they have literally never heard this information before, maybe there's something weird going on here. Um yeah. but there's just a lot of like weird gaslighty behavior in this house in a way that's more intense than in past years. There's a lot of like, I heard this and I heard that. And it's usually like relegated to one person. And I feel like there's just a lot of like buzzing around his head and I can see it being Mm -hmm. confusing and frustrating. And I don't, you know, like I'm not the biggest fan of Clayton at, at all, but I could, I could see that being frustrating. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I will say, though, Clayton is such a mushy brain blockhead. God <laughs> bless him. And he's clearly, like, incapable of seeing, like, you know, the, the villainous puppeteering going on behind the scenes or just how, you know, just whatever Shanae was doing. Shanae's whole, like, hyper-emotional villainous, you know, burnout <laughs> trajectory but she didn't burn out because Clayton is such a mushy brain man. <laughs> and it is so sad that we don't have, you know, real conniving villains, you know, some, some good deep in the season conniving villains on this season because they would, they would go to the final four, you know, it would be, we could have yeah. like an all villain final four with Clayton because he's that dumb of a guy. And, <laughs> It, it it really makes me sad because now now that that Shanae is gone and this this has happened in a lot of Bachelor seasons. Oh no, we got rid of all the villains. How will we create conflict? And the direction they're going in this season, I'm just like, oh my gosh, we have got to get to the end because wherever we're at right now, there's no conflict to be had, and what they're trying to create is ridiculous. So. Enter the uh, the marinara sequences for the rest of this episode. It's just so bizarre. I'm like, is this really like a feud? Okay. And she's not a villain. All right. I'm, no, she's not a villain. Like, it's just like just ah. nothing wrong with her. Like everybody calm down. Let's let's yeah. give her the villain edit because she's concerned about rational things. Um. Anyway. So, okay. My favorite part about the two on one, though, bef- uh, before we move on, is at the mm-hmm. very end because... God, I mean, Shanae is just, I don't know what her oh, goal Oh, her was. murder eyes? Well, and just like, fuck him. He's a prick or an asshole or a shit stain or whatever she said when she uh, when she got bleeped. But I was just like, you know, it's like, um, I'm not, I'm not 
saying, I'm not putting a, I would never put a diagnosis on anyone, but it's kind of like a, like favorite person shit or like, you know, like love bombing and then taking it away, you know, like, oh, he's the best and I love him. Da, da, da. And they're just like, fuck him. He's an asshole. He can go fuck himself. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like, um, yeah. You know, it's. Which I, totally tracks because it's always yeah. been about her and not him. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's like, it was like, wow, you're just like, I mean, I, I think that's my point. Like a good villain would like hide that, but she's just mm. like not <laughs> smart. <laughs> Nope. It just, I mean, she just looks so bad. I, I think she'll probably make it to paradise. Oh, yeah. She's great for paradise. They'll want her to go on, you know, whatever. And maybe she'll oh. have a redemption arc like Crystal or whatever. But like, do no, you I, I want an all villain paradise. Just get her and Queen <laughs> Victoria and Corinne and oh conniving God. Demi. I want everybody, <laughs> anybody who's ever stirred the shit pot, get them on there. <laughs> Do you remember? I mean, like, it's so weird, like, how Crystal got, like, edited later. and But, like, in Ari's season, she, like, off camera said he had, like, a pencil dick or something. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> um, She's not with that guy anymore, right? No. The guy that uh, she was with. Yeah. Single lady now. No, isn't she pregnant? Is she pregnant? Oh, my I gosh. Thought, I haven't been I keeping up so. on Crystal. Or she's a mom oh, no. already. Yeah, she's a mom. She's oh my with a gosh. she's with a new dude and she's a mom. Wow. Yeah. Good for you, Crystal. Yeah, he seems like more her speed anyway. I don't know. That other guy was just I, I never liked him on the show. I so much that I don't even remember his name because I didn't like him at all. Mm. Um Oh, the the guy's cr- Chris Goose. or whatever? Goose, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, this new guy is, you know, more Instagrammable for her, so it's perfect. Um, That's good. Anyway, okay. But yeah, she really, like, she really was, like, so nasty on Ari's season. And then and then they, like, rebranded her for Paradise. And I was like, it was like, no, I'm back to being a hippie girl. Don't even worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> and you're like, uh, okay. Uh, anyway, so one-on-one. Oh, so everyone rejoices because Shanae's, uh, uh, Suitcase gets taken and they have a cocktail party and a couple couple one-on-one moments. Once with Sarah, and of course they're doing this to warm up for all the stuff that's to come with Sarah. It's weird because like we don't see a lot. Like she had the first date, right? Um, mm. and then we didn't really see her for a long time. But we yeah, have it's, to it's believe odd. that they have a super strong connection when he doesn't react to her the way like I would say like Rachel and Susie, he seems like the most excited by. Oh, he likes right? blondes the most. Yeah, that, that that's clear. And even even Teddy, I would throw her. Up. Yeah. She's like, like, those are both like one A, one B. Teddy's a two. Sarah, like, I, I think I we we kind of. We, we highlighted her early because it's like, oh, well, first one-on-one, historically, that's a good sign. And obviously, she's she's getting like a, a, a second one-on-one or whatever. And, you know, it just but but like you said, she's basically disappeared in between all that time. Like, I haven't seen him react to her. I haven't seen, like, nothing. She's just sort of existed. Right. And, you know, that happened. I always think about like Catherine, because I think that's a really good example of you never know. Like yeah. Catherine wasn't on the show for a really long time. And then all of a sudden she popped up and 
I, and I have things to say about the Catherine and Sean thing too, because they both got interviewed for Bachelor Nation too. And it's interesting because apparently he did more due diligence before proposing than most bachelors do. Which oh. An interesting thing. Yeah, because he kind of was like, okay, I need to sort out before I do this, like, I want to make sure that, like, our values are aligned and that you're in, uh, you know, with me on the things that I want, you know? And she was yeah, like, yeah. I was kind of peeved because he did it in the 11th hour and I was like, what the hell? But at the same time, it was probably good that he did it, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, so, so that stuff can happen and they're still going strong. And so, you know, like, it's... It's possible, but when she says she can't imagine him having a better connection with anyone else, and, like, when you see him with Rachel, and he's just like, you're so hot, you know, and, like, this cute moment with Susie later, which we'll get into later, it's like, he, like, lights up around those women, and Teddy, too, Mm -hmm. I would agree. I I see it with Teddy, too, and I haven't seen that level with anybody else, where he's like, hi, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Like, who are you? Like, and so it's kind of, I mean, like, it's, he's cute with Serene. I don't, it's not like, you know, like the mm-hmm. same kind of a feeling. And same with Sarah. It's like, they're cute together, but I don't see that, like, you know, like, uh, uh, heart eyes, you know, tongue hanging out cartoon reaction type of a sure. thing. Sure. And, he and has, you can't, it's, it's hard to base it off anything else because he can't, he doesn't have like intellectual connections, <laughs> certainly, and also he makes out with everyone. So you can't you can't base it solely off of physicality. So we're just kind of like gauging it off of like reactions upon seeing someone one on one for the first time in a while. Like that's kind of the best yeah. you can do. And because even Genevieve, it's like okay, well he gave her a rose and she won the two on one and they made out and everything seems good. But at the same time, like I don't think he has. Uh, even the tiniest bit of interest in her. I, I literally gone. already forgot about Genevieve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's weird to give like Nick Vile credit for things, but <laughs> so I won't. No, yeah. uh... <laughs> no, but I feel like he. There's not a lot of like bachelors who I felt like were smart. Nick is smart. Like he's not like. Did you know he worked for Salesforce? Anyway, um, Nick is a smart <laughs> guy. Like he's not like a goofball or whatever. You know, like uh, yeah, he yeah he's not a potato the way that Clayton's a potato. Um, anyway, uh, I have things to say about like the things that Clayton says when he's flirty later because I don't know, just giving me like flashbacks to when I dated in my early twenties. But um. So, okay, so he has one-on-one time with Sarah. It's going well. One-on-one time with Rachel. They're making out. Uh, He has a little one-on-one time with Mara. And, of course, she brings food. And she's like, it's poutine because we're in Canada. And he's like, oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, and then, like, it looks like they didn't have a lot of time. And everyone's, like, nervous. And Mm -hmm. we get to the rose ceremony. And there's a lot of, obviously, because we're trying to build tension with Mara, like her being like, well, what if I don't get in? And what, like, oh, my gosh. And her her whole thing, like, she's just stressing about this. And it's just like, I'm 32 years old. I cook and I clean and I do sex good because I'm 32. And everyone here is 23, which is the opposite of 32. And he needs a wife, woman, lady, and not. Not one of these girl daters. Like that's her. She's just harping on this thing over and over and over and over again. 
Marinara. I'm sure she got prodded. I'm sure she yeah. got prodded. Oh, it feels she totally like, did. Yeah. Um, oh, Bob Guinea, one of my favorites. Bob Guinea is like an eternal favorite for me. Um, he mentioned something about, he's like, sometimes you just say things so that they leave you alone and you don't have to film anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, that's, I totally yeah, get that. That's what hostage it feels like. situations where they're like, we're not letting you out of this room until you say Croatia is a great place for romance. Yeah. And you're Meanwhile, like, God damn it, okay. none of these people could find Croatia on a map. I am willing to yeah, bet I anything. Like, I was like, no, Croatia is beautiful. Like, and I would love to go to Croatia. I think that'd be very cool. But I don't believe that any of you have dreamed about going there. No, okay? no one's dreamed. No. <laughs> well, uh, none of yeah, them have. No, none of them have. So, um, but yeah, the, yeah. the Marrow thing, like, clearly they were like preying on our insecurities. They don't have a villain. They're trying to create drama, conflict, whatever. So, this like age discrepancy and the fact that she hasn't gotten time is the best that they can do. Uh, but but really, it's ridiculous because Marinara consider that perhaps Clayton, at, at this juncture, this is what he wants. This is who he is. I can clearly see that he is not the, you know, mature man that you are looking for. So. Right. What, what are we doing? What are we doing? I see. I see. I see him dating a virgin before he marries a 32 year old. Mm hmm. That's just me. Yeah. And also, they're not that different in age. Clayton's 28. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. but he's 28 going on 17, and he prefers yeah, blondes anyway. So. He's like a kid. Um, But yeah, so it's just like, I don't know. Like, I... Yeah, in terms of, like, bachelors who've had their lives together, there aren't many, and he's not one of them. And so, mm, you know, I don't know. Move along. I yeah. I would just be like, yeah, this isn't for me, and like, I should probably go. Um, but let's see. Okay, so Hunter and Marlena went home, and I actually liked them both, so I was kind of sad. But I also didn't see it for them, so I wasn't surprised. You know, I was just mm -hmm. like, oh, that's sad. But anyway, uh, I kind of saw that. Um, so they get to Croatia, and yeah, Croatia is really a place to fall in love. <laughs> Uh, and, it and they're ever? like, it's beautiful. Here's a castle. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. Um, we find out that Teddy gets the one-on-one -on -one and, um, you know, Maris like, I want them to have fun, but like not too much fun, mm -hmm. you know, cause that would be inappropriate. It would be bad for them to have too much fun. Um, and it's Teddy kind of gets like the normal you know, oh, we're just a normal couple shopping. So it's not like anything that extravagant or Although anything. production does make them stand in the rain and pretend like they're not soaking wet, which is really funny. And she's like, oh, I love eating ice cream in the rain. I'm like, yeah, that's on that's my list, fun. too. It's we love it. List. I love to be wet while I eat cold, wet things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting hypothermia. Um, so she's kind of she's guarded. She's a hard time being vulnerable. And oh, the v word. Uh, but I totally forgot that Teddy was the virgin. Totally. Forgot. Yeah, I forgot to a hundred percent. I was like, oh, yeah, she's the virgin because they covered that like first episode and haven't since. And when she was like, I have something to tell you. I'm like, what does she have to tell him? And I like couldn't remember. And she's like, yeah, I'm a virgin. And I was like, right. But I, yeah. but she was kind of like the, I'm a virgin, but I'm okay with like getting it over with <laughs> kind of yeah, a person. She doesn't, she doesn't have any interest in staying one. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. And she was like doing, you know, 
funny sexy talk or whatever. So, um, she, but the but I would say the more uh, intense thing is that she said she's never been in love. Like that mm-hmm. is a, that's a I don't know. Is that are my priorities backwards? I don't know. To me, that seems like more intimidating. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like. How, how old is Teddy, really? You know, like, she's 23, yeah. 24 years old. She's like, I've never really been in love with someone. Well, yeah, that makes sense. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. But, yeah, she's she seems pretty chill about it. <laughs> she's, she's the least annoying virgin that's ever been on this show. I would be inclined to agree with you. And Clayton doesn't seem bothered by it. And it didn't seem like uh, bullshit either. It didn't seem like it ruffled mm-hmm. him at all. So... But yeah, I I would see him. What do you think, Walter? He's like, I would agree. Walter's with got you. a lot on his mind. He's got a lot on this mind. He wants more treats. He wants more treats, and he knows mommy's holding out. Okay, there you go. Um, anyway, so <laughs> he's got a lot to say today. Uh, but yeah, Clayton Clayton didn't seem to have an issue with that, and she can see herself falling in love with Clayton. So that's mm. a step closer to something, I suppose. Um. We find out um, with the group date card that Mira's on it. So that means that Sarah's going to get a second one-on-one. And this is when Mira's like, you know, well, you know, I'm a little jealous, but I'll make the best of it and whatever. And um, uh, this this group thing is like, uh, I don't like the gross food eating stuff. I'm just like not a big fan of it. Um, and also like the night fighting is, you know, it's fine. I don't know. They always do this. It's like, oh, we're knights or we're Vikings or we're lumberjacks or it's like, I don't know. Every time, um, every time. Eat brains. And eat gross <laughs> food. Eat Come brains. on. Yeah. yeah. It, which I, I get the thing that's annoying about this. They're like, here's this cultural delicacy. And then it's just like cut to reaction shots of them gagging and then cut to interview sequence. So they're like, it tasted like poopy butts and I hated it. Like, all right, well, that's fine, I guess. Well, and that's this like, is- I thought we did away with that. You know, I was like, the last time we ever have to see this is on the Riley and Marissa date where they both just ate that food and mm-hmm. enjoyed it. And we're they like, did. this is great. That and was they the were like, and they were so like excited about it. I know that they broke up, but that is a scene that will always live in my heart because <laughs> it was good. <laughs> that was good. Um, but yeah, so, so, of course, they edited it to show like Mira doing pretty well. I thought her poem was kind of dorky, and she was like, "I killed it." And I was like, "I guess like want to mm. be Doctor Seuss." Yeah, that's it was it was fine. It was fine, but like I B minus. <laughs> yeah, a solid B minus. Um, so of course they edited it like, "Oh, is is Mira gonna win? Is she finally gonna get one on one time?" And no, Serena's. <laughs> so sorry. Um, but Serene did well. She like she did do a better job than Mara and even the stuff we were able to see. So it wasn't like I wasn't shocked. I was like, I'm guessing Serene's gonna get it. Yes, she did. Um, but they do did get some time with like you know, they did do some one-on-one time anyway. And like Rachel is like, I'm terrified that like you won't continue with me, but I'm all in. And he's like, are you kidding? I'm like, so all in. That's so exciting. Blah, blah, blah. Make out, make out, make out. Um, <laughs> Very usual. Yeah. And uh, Mara's complaining about like not, not getting a one-on-one date. This was interesting because she could, if, if she had 
put her best foot forward on this group date, focused on their connection and talk to him about like, I don't know, some, you know, aspirations, family stuff, whatever, you know, then, then she maybe would have inched closer. She could have gotten by another week. And then there's no way she wouldn't have gotten a one-on-one. Right. And -hmm. if she didn't get picked for the next rose ceremony, then that's all she needs to know about it. And there's nothing she could have done, but now she's throwing it into question by complaining about not getting one-on-one time with him, which we know that he's not a hundred percent in control of. Like he yes. can influence it and say, like, I'd really like to see more of so and so. But the producers also like pick the one on one time a lot of the time. So she might be complaining about something that's totally out of his hands. They might have said, like, OK, well, we want to give Sarah another one on one to stir up controversy in the house because our villain just left. That's yeah. probably what happened. Oh, exactly. They need something. Yeah. And this I mean, and this is perfect because, like I said, uh, if someone's not getting time and they're worried about young people, then the best thing you can do from a, you know, stirring the shit pot to to create drama standpoint as a producer is to give the 23 year old who's already had a one on one another day. So there you go. Right. Exactly. So that's what they did. And it went the way that we thought it was going to go. And but the jokes on Mara and Serene because the rose goes to Rachel. Boom. Now, is this, wait, it's not hometowns yet. We have one more week and then hometowns, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, we got one more. But is this rose ceremony, but the next rose cer- ceremony, is that going to be hometowns? Or is there another one before hometowns? There's got to be another uh, let's one, right? see. How many people do we have left? We've got. We've got, so we've got Sarah, Serene. Nine? Nine. Yeah, nine so there's got to be left. one more and then home, and then the hometown rose yeah, ceremony. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, anyway. I'm losing track of time. I'm like, how many weeks? And they're not ending the Monroe ceremonies right now. And it's all to be continued bullshit. I'm confused. Uh, so Rachel gets the rose and then Clayton gets a mysterious note. Meet me at Ooh. the clock tower. And I thought it was going to be Mira too. Why wouldn't I think that? Freaking oh, sure, yeah. confusing. And then all of a sudden it's Susie. And okay, everything, every way that Cl- Clayton reacts to Susie being an, a small person, a small person like Susie is a small person. Uh, that's how tall guys act to small girls when they like them. What are you doing here? Oh, what is it? Like all that, like, yeah. what do you got going on? What do you got? It's, like all that like, shit. It's like seeing a small energetic dog or something. It's just yeah. like, oh, who's a boy? What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? I'm like, why do they do that? Yeah. It really Every brought time back I see memories. you, Sammy, I just want to scratch you behind the ears and then throw a ball. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. But that's like, I was like, oh. And I mean, Susie's like Disney adult, you know, all that shit. Um, like a real Disney adult. Like she worked at oh, Disney. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, oh, I'm, sh-, and she's got that like cute vibe, you know? And I'm like, I, you know. What, when you've been billed as adorable, like you get a lot of that, oh, what's, what's good? Like all that, Ooh, you know, yeah. cutesy, putesy shit. And, uh, but it was cute and you can tell he really likes her. And he was relieved because he was expecting to get chewed out about something. And then, and then it was like, oh, we get to go up into this clock tower and look at it. Yeah. And, and cool. have fun, and, cutesy time. Yeah. It was a nice little sneak away. And she did it the right way. She did it the way that, um, no, I don't have anything left for you. Okay. 
But she's done it the way that other contestants have done it in the past, you know, where it's like they don't they don't get shit from the other people in the house for sneaking away because she she kind of did it on the sly. Like, that's a good way to do it when people like aren't noticing. And I don't think she's going to get any crap for it either. Um, So that's so that's good. And um, Susie said falling in love. And she was the first one to say it to Clayton. He was very excited by that. Ooh, he's I think very she's excited. Secured her final four. Clayton um, loves to be loved. That's like his favorite. <laughs> I honestly think when he was like, that's great news. I was like, I think he's just like, oh, thank God someone likes me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be 100% alone because somebody likes me. Um, okay. Uh, I I wrote that uh, Mira should mind her own business because that's really what's getting her in the most trouble. And yep. that Jesse is such a bland host. Oh, my God. His he, advice is so boring. He's so boring. He's yeah, he's nothing. He's like I, he's like a piece of furniture that just happens to be there. Like I forget about him all the time that he pops up. I was like, oh, yeah, you forgot about that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're a, we don't need a host. So you could probably just go now. That would be totally fine with me. But he's like, oh, this is when this is like that time when I started to question things. And, you know, it's not like I ended up with the person from the show. So why does my advice even fucking matter? Like, maybe I should shut up. OK, bye, Clayton. Uh, yeah, I just he's so bland. I really hope people hate it because I really I'm holding out for Aaron and James. I'm holding out for Aaron and James. That's what I want. Don't want anything else. <laughs> or Wells. Wells can also, Wells, Wells is also fine, acceptable. Yeah. yeah, he's Wells acceptable. Yeah, right, Debra? He likes Wells, too. He's like, justice for Wells. Um, but anyway, so um, so we get, the one-on-one -on -one with Sarah was kind of odd, right? Did it confuse you, too? I feel like it was half a date. Yeah, it Did was I miss really something? weird. No. Yeah. All the dates on this episode, it's like, what is good? Did nobody plan anything? It's just bizarre. Yeah, I don't I don't really get what the date was. It was just like look pretty and interrogate Sarah. Yeah. It's just, it was just cool. weird. And, he, and he's just like, "Well, I've heard that you might not be here for the right reasons. You're too young to get married." And like which I think is just like the yeah, the weakest excuse you could you could give or like weakest arguments for someone not belonging on the show like I everybody's ready at a different time you can't yeah that that stuff sucks um and i don't blame sarah for being mad about it and god i mean he's really good at like walking away and like emotionally destroying the women on the show he's just like i just need a minute and then they're like <laughs> and then he comes back and he's like i decided you could stay and you're like uh, i just prepared to leave like what are you doing <laughs> putting me on this emotional roller coaster um and, and, you know, she's like, I feel the opposite of what you're saying to me. I really, you know, I really don't feel that way. And he's like, well, I just need to step away from it. And he's like, and now that I stepped away, I'm going to give you a rose. And she's like, oh, my God. Okay, fine. Jeez. Um, so he's not questioning her. But now, now that Mira said something, now Sarah put a target on her back. And she's like, well, somebody doesn't want me to be here. And that dum, person dum, really dum. messed up. They sure messed up. But now there's like all these, pre like in the previews, it kind of looks like, oh, but is Sarah not as innocent as we think she is? And mm -hmm. what, you know, and who does he interrogate later? Is it Gabby? Is it Sarah? Is it somebody else? I don't know. Every time they chop it up, 
So it looks different and it's confusing. And I at least know that Rachel's crying at the end and everything else confuses the shit out of me. <laughs> That's all we know. <laughs> That's all we know. Rachel's going to cry. Um, I feel like she's going to be there at the end. Yeah, it, that's I feel what like it's going to be Rachel. Like. What do you think, Deborah? Do you think he's like, I vote for Susie? Okay, well, he votes for Susie. Who are you voting for? I mean, why not both? <laughs> well, it's, we know it's going to be three. Who do you think the three women are that he says he loves? Um, Rachel, Susie, and oh, I don't know. I, I honestly, I can't pick a third. Let's just say Teddy. Uh, let's just say just, Teddy. Okay. Make it interesting. Yeah. Although that, I mean, I that, don't... that makes the most sense based on what we've seen. But then like, I, I don't know. It's like Gabby it's... comes out of nowhere. and is his favorite. Like I mean, that, that could happen. Well, there's a lot of Not... Gabby crying that we saw. It could be, it could be Gabby. It could be Sarah. It's really hard to tell at this point. It's not Genevieve. I... No. <laughs> No, I think it's I think it's going to be I mean, for sure, it's Rachel and Susie and somebody else. But mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Ugh, why am I invested now? I don't want to be invested. I don't even like Clayton that much. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's just it's the mystery of of the mush brain man. You can't get a read on him. There's nothing going on there. You know, the allure. yeah, what is it? <laughs> yeah. When he's like when he was saying to Serene, like, I'm trying to figure you out. I'm like, I'm trying to figure you out. What's between those ears? What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> not much. Carnival music. What's happening? The hamster wheel is empty. Let's just yeah. say that. Carnival yeah. music. <laughs> just an organ grinder. <laughs> it was on a smoke break. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, what was it? What, like in Homer's brain, it was like the spice song or whatever, you know? Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, so that's kind of what I'm envisioning. And I honestly would give Homer more credit because he's got a lot of emotional intelligence. He's really yeah. good in relationships. He's a very loving husband, but anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Clayton's really good with dogs and kids. Everyone. That's why he, all the pictures of him on Hulu are like. Him yeah, with dogs because he's stuff. a cross between a golden retriever and a six-year-old. Yeah, he wishes he was Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. Well, we'll see what happens next week. I honestly have no idea where this is going to go or who he's going to end up with. So that does make it kind of interesting, I suppose. And uh, yeah, and, and I'll probably sprinkle in more thoughts about Bachelor Nation because by next week, it sh I should be done with it. So I'll probably... I would say we could probably do like a special episode in between seasons or something like that yeah. um, with the probably one week we'll get off or <laughs> Yeah, maybe they'll give us a whole like two and a half days before the next season starts. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, oh, and then they'll be no. like, it's every Tuesday and Wednesday for three hours a day. And you're like, why? <laughs> like, Because we no. want to hurt you. <laughs> ABC's got us working in the Bachelor content mine, and there's no chance of getting out. We're not getting out. We're not getting out anytime soon, but we hope you enjoy it. And everyone, listen, uh, it was just Valentine's Day. I hope you did something lovely, like watch The Bachelor with your loved ones. And uh, I hope you did something fun, like the Target Challenge from TikTok, which is what I did for Valentine's Day. It's very fun. Just Google Target Challenge TikTok. I promise it's not gross or weird. It's very cute. And uh, <laughs> take care of yourselves and others and, and be kind and rewind. Yeah, don't do needle drugs.
cat is gnawing on my arm. <laughs> <laughs>